Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Club Junkie Podcast. Another week down. Here we go. And it's a big week here at Golf WRX because, uh, as you, most of you have seen, Best Driver List just came out, which is uh, pretty fun. I mean, it, it's one of those things that we have to do every year because everybody does a Best Driver. I know it's super controversial in terms of how we do it compared to how other people do it, all that. But, uh, you know, before we get into it, let's uh, let you know. Hey, this episode brought to you by Titleist. Uh, and Team Titleist. Uh, and honestly, we're excited to share with you guys exclusive opportunities from Titleist. But to be a part of them, you have to join Team Titleist. Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing, special events, limited edition gear from Titleist, and so much more. Sign up and join us on Team Titleist at www.titleist.com forward slash Team Titleist, all one word, Team Titleist. And uh, if you're ever one of those people who sees, uh, or one of those one of those people on social media who sees people testing uh, new balls from Titleist uh, in a white box with no markings and any of that stuff, that's part of Team Titleist. So uh, you can get a bunch of gear, uh, cool kind of uh, TT logoed stuff. Uh, they've got lots of cool kind of things going on with that community. So go to go to Team Titleist, uh, go to Titleist.com forward slash Team Titleist, check it out. Uh, it's it's pretty cool, and uh, hang out with a bunch of golf crazy gear nuts like uh, like all of us here so anyway another week down um yeah and i'm pretty excited like i said it was a big week just launched our best drive best driver of 2022 which we've uh we've been doing we've been doing it different ways for years now because uh to be 100 honest with you there is no best way to do a best driver because the best driver the only best driver list that will ever come out would be when you go get fit and your fitter says Here's the best driver for you and say, here's number two or whatever. Um, that's the only <laughs> best driver list that will ever be accurate. But unfortunately we can't, uh, can't send everybody to a fitter and get to every single golfer in the world fit. So it's just not, not possible. So we had to kind of come up with a different way of doing it. And I know, uh, some other publications, some other media companies have done uh, stuff with robot testing, with player testing, with, uh, um, all sorts of stuff like that. Maybe a combination of both. And again, there's there's no great way. Uh, we did one in uh, in 2016, which I was I was happy to be a part of before I started working here, where we did gear trials. Uh, we called it that, and it was uh, basically, I want to say it was like 20 people, something like that, who went and got fit at uh, this local place called Miles of Golf, which is a big fitting uh, place here in Michigan. Went and got fit, and we kind of divided people up into you know kind of swing speed categories, and you know had everybody kind of go through and hit every club, like you had to hit every club. Um, you know, you see, hit Nike, hit Cobra, TaylorMade, whatever. You hit, hit kind of everything, and uh, and it was cool. And it kind of went through and said, "Hey, here's what each person got fit into," and then it basically ranked everything. You know, of of what was kind of a gold medal, silver medal, bronze medal, whatever. And you know, there there were things with that that people didn't like when we did that. Uh, people complained that there were different shafts for every club. You know, like they didn't just take one shaft and you know use it with every single club and. Um, you know, some things like that. And there, there were, there were a lot of kind of variables. And I think in, in golf driver or any club testing, there's always a, a ton of variables. So there's not, there's no perfect way to do it. Like I said, you can go rent a robot and an iron Byron and just, uh, you know, hit a bunch of drivers uh, on that. You could put the same shaft in it, whatever. And that's fine. But that thing delivers the ball differently than a human does. And sure, you could, I guess, uh, say, you know, this one's the best, whatever, but, I mean, it's all going to come down to the type of machine, the club head speed that you've set the machine at, uh, you know, the ball you're using, the shaft that's in the club, the loft of the club. I mean, again, just crazy amount of variables in terms of, you know, of, of what you can do for driver testing. So, a couple of years ago, I think this is our fourth year uh, that we've been doing it this way, but uh, uh, we decided to go a slightly different route, and our route now is... We basically send a big survey out to fitters all over the country, even some in Canada, and ask them to fill out what their kind of top drivers are for different club head speeds. And then we also do kind of a, a most forgiving or straightest driver as well. And we do this with kind of every club. Like we'll do something kind of similar with fairway woods, with hybrids, with irons. Irons are a little different category. And we don't break this stuff down by club head speed, but you get the idea. So, and the reason being was, you know, sure, we could go you know, rent an iron Byron and put some, you know, heads on there and, and hit them and, and all that. And that, that's great. I mean, they would get some data and there'd be a, a group of people would be really happy with that. And there'd be a, a group of people who weren't happy with that. And, and then, like I said, and everybody has their opinion of why it's good, why it's not, why it works and why it doesn't. And, and everybody's kind of right. I mean, like I said, there's no real 
right way to do this, and there never will be unless you yourself go fit. So we came up with a few years ago to pull these fitters and to send these out, and these are some of the best fitters in the country. Uh, there's, uh, like I said, they're all over from, you know, the East Coast all the way to the West Coast, and, you know, like I said, even some in Canada. And we go through and, and ask them kind of what they've been seeing in terms of their fittings and, you know, what's been kind of working for players at, you know, certain club head speeds. So club head speed, you know, say, you know, 95 and above, uh, or I'm sorry, 90 or 106 and above, 95 to 105, and then 94 and below. And just say kind of what are the heads that you're fitting people into, you know, in these categories. And then again, kind of the overall most forgiving. So just kind of asking, you know, people, what are they, what are they fitting people into? And then we go through and, you know, compile all the surveys and see what percentages, uh, you know, each driver has. And we put them in this list and uh, we basically rank the top five. And uh, I know a lot of people kind of say like, this is kind of a, a cheap way to do it. There's, you know, there's five winners in a sense, but again, there's no, there's no true winner. So even if we were to put up there and say, Hey, this one got the absolute most votes in this category, it doesn't mean you're going to fit into that driver. That fit driver is going to fit you. You know, it doesn't mean that that driver is going to be the best for every person who reads this article. It just is kind of one of those things where if, uh, you know, we kind of look at it as when you go under your fitter, hey, here's some some education on what you may be hitting or what the fitter might be putting you into. And, you know, as you read some of this stuff, maybe there's some reasons why that you can relate to with your swing or your game or whatever that you can say, well, yeah, that that, that makes sense why, you know, that this fitter is handing me a, you know, Callaway Rogue ST Max or whatever. Um, so, you know, like I said, we kind of went through this thing and we've been doing it this way for a few years. And it's, uh, like I said, I, I think it's for, uh, you know, for us, the, the best way to do it. Um, you know, like I said, we could kind of do this own testing, whatever, but going to these, these, these fitters who literally all day, it's all they do. I mean, most of them are crazy busy because uh, not only do we send them a survey, we also give them a, a call. We have a little chat with them, talk about some of the heads they, they picked on their survey and, you know, get, just get some of their thoughts and, and some of their feedback on, on these fittings. And every single one of them, uh, you know, was, was extremely excited to help us, which we're very, very grateful for, uh, that all these fitters kind of took the time uh, out of their day to one, fill the survey, because it does take a little while. It's not as quick as you think. Uh, and then also to, you know, take 15 minutes with myself or Tursky or uh, somebody else here, um, you know, just to talk about their their choices and, and what they were seeing and you know, give us some, 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 you know, a little behind the scenes of what was, go, you know, going on with this stuff. And, uh, one, like I said, extremely grateful for them, uh, cause they did take the time, but every one of them, I mean, the big thing was when you were, you know, calling like, Hey, you know, do you have 15 minutes? We can just kind of chat a little bit or whatever. Every one of them was just like, here are my times. I'm crazy busy. You know, can we get this done at this time or this time? Or, you know, can we sneak it in before, before I open or whatever? I mean, uh, or after hours or or whatnot, and it was just one of those things where, you know, we kind of kind of had to work around some people's schedules, and and thankfully some people also had, uh, you know, some days off and stuff like that that they were uh, that they were working around, and we were able to get all this stuff in. But, you know, talking to every single person there, I mean, they even kind of know, and they're like, you know, hey, you know, this is kind of, uh, you know, when you're asking about heads, because you know, we would talk talk a little bit, and I'd say, hey, what about, uh, you know, whatever head, you know, if you, what's going on with. You know, what are you seeing from players with, you know, Stealth Max or, you know, or uh, Stealth uh, Stealth Plus or, you know, whatever the head was. And every one of them, would, you know, they're, they're fitters and they're just like, you know, this is generally what we're seeing. This is generally kind of the, the player it's for and things like that. And, and you know, we know as well as they do that there's a lot of overlap that uh, that goes along with these heads as well. So just because something, you know, is, is picked in the 106 uh, and up mile an hour club head speed uh, range doesn't mean that there isn't a player who swings under that, that that's fit into that head as well, that it works really well for. So, I mean, those things, we, we understand that these, these aren't things that, you know, are set in stone where, Hey, you know, if you're swinging above one Oh six, these are the only drivers you can play. No, not at all. Uh, if anything, I mean, you look on tour and you prove that, you know, stuff in the 95 to one Oh five, you're going to see it on tour. You know, I mean, uh, even stuff in the, the 94 and below, like there's, there's some of those heads or, you know, handful of those heads, that are played or will be played on tour by some of the fastest swingers on earth. So like I said, there's a lot of overlap and this is kind of a, a general thing, but we think it's like I said, the best way because these fitters every day, you know, they, they're busy doing fittings from when they open to when they close and they've got golfers on waiting lists to get in, to get fit for new clubs, drivers, irons, whatever. 
And, you know, like I said, getting their, their opinions, their thoughts are, are way better than, you know, a guy like me sitting next to an Iron Byron and just hitting balls. So that's why we've been doing it this way. And, you know, sure, you, you can say, hey, you know, there's either too many heads or whatever, too many winners, all that stuff. But, you know, it, it's the way we've set it up. And I think that's the, the best way. Because, like I said, again, even if you just picked one and said, hey, here's the gold medal, you won this round. There's going to be somebody out there who swings in that category and says, well, I didn't get fit into that head. I got to fit into this head. And da, da, da. So so we understand that. So that's why when you look at the list, that's why there's five drivers in every category. So, you know, we're not trying to make this a, you know, one one driver fits all because that is not even close to what actually happens in the real world. But uh, so, you know, this this episode, I just kind of want to go through some of these. I've hit almost all of them. Uh, there's there's maybe one or two that I that I haven't really hit yet. Uh, but other than that, uh, I hit a lot of these heads and um you know, just to be fun to kind of go through the list a little bit and talk. I don't think we need to hit every single one, but you know, let's let's hit a few and have a handful of them here that I can set up uh, that uh, I've been kind of messing with lately. But um, yeah, like I said, a fun list, and uh, like I said, my my job is fun because I get to sit there and talk to uh, a handful of fitters and kind of get their quotes and talk to them, and it's it, it's pretty cool to to hear what they're you know what they're seeing you know from golfers at uh, of all skill levels and things like that. So it was a good time. And it was a lot of work, though. It was a really busy, uh, especially last week, busy trying to get everything kind of finished up and, and, and ready to go for, for Tuesday's launch. So, uh, yeah, this was launch Tuesday. If you, uh, I mean, if you haven't seen it on our social, you're just probably not following Golf WRX on social. But if you go to our front page, uh, you'll see the Best Driver 2022. And you'll see the list. I mean, we, we list all the fitters uh, that, that, we, uh, that we work with uh, on there well. And a, and a lot of them, as you look on there, you'll probably recognize a, a bunch of them or heck, it may have been fitted by, uh, by one or two of them or something like that. So it's, um, you know, like I said, a, a cool list. But, you know, as we, as we start, we'll start where kind of everything starts. And I think it's kind of the, the Golf WRX group in a sense. And, uh, you know, that is the, the best drivers for the swing speeds of like 106 and above. Um, so this was, you know, in, in terms of breaking it down to by swing speed, it was a little bit of a challenge of where's the cutoff. You know, where's that cutoff of really fast swing club head speeds as compared to like, you know, slightly more moderate but still quick. Um so, you know, it was kind of a hard idea, but we, you know, came up with 105 just because, you know, from there on, you know, there's, there's a lot of players who will kind of be in that 112, the one, but I mean, the, we'll have some people who are 125 or whatever in there, but I, we, we thought it, you know, 105 was, uh, was kind of a good one. And, um, yeah, so this one here, I mean, is, is where golf to is probably the most, uh, excited to look at. These are kind of the ones that a lot of players are looking at and the list, uh, in, uh, I'll go kind of in order because uh, the in order is uh, from, it is kind of from left to right, I believe. I'd have to double check on every single one of them. But uh, the title is TSI 3, uh, the TaylorMade Stealth Plus, Cobra LTD XLS, uh, the Ping G425 LST, and the Callaway Rogue ST Max LS. Uh, so those are the top five. Um, we used to put them in order. I'd have to double check that they're in order there. They might be in order of, of most picks, but, uh, the TSI three is, um, you know, it was one that was on so many lists. It, it, it really was like, it was, you know, when you look at that one Oh five, uh, area, the TSI three, just, it, it was seemed like it was in everybody's top five. Uh, it was hardly ever left out. And when you ask players ask people about it, they, they really just raved uh, about the TSI-3. They uh, just, you know, said for for these, you know, higher club head speed players, uh, these guys, one, it, uh, you know, it is, TSI line is definitely the best drivers that Titleist has ever made. Uh, one of the fitters I talked to was like, it is better than 983K, it is better than 905R, any of those old classic legendary heads that people absolutely loved. TSI three is better, and I and I agree with them hundred percent. And uh, the TSI three is just one of those things where it offers just a, a really good combination of really good looks when you set it down. So if you're a better player, you set this down, you're gonna like the look of it. Um, great ball speed, which it really does have that that ATI titanium on the face. Uh, this thing has just uh, been really good with ball speed uh, all from last year to now. I mean, it's a, a driver going on its second year in its life cycle. And it's still hanging with anything brand new today. And then 
the amount of forgiveness that you actually get out of this head, which you, you normally wouldn't expect, uh, you know, from, from a head like this that is typically geared toward the better player and, you know, has a little better look to a good sound, good feel, all that. You, you wouldn't expect, uh, you know, that much, uh, you know, forgiveness out of it, but it is stable. It is pretty forgiving uh, for what it is. And it has a, a ton of adjustability. And a lot of the fitters said, you know, like having a lot of adjustability for, for players at this level is really good because you can dial in, you know, the, the club to where, how they're delivering the ball and, and, you know, their club path and angle of attack and all these things, you can really dial it in and, and get it fit to their swing. But this thing here was just raved about. I mean, everybody still, you know, was, was raving about it, said it, it still definitely holds up with anything else out there today. Um, that TSI is just still going strong. It's just a really good driver line. And, you know, especially the TS3 for the better player. I mean, the TSI4, though, is it was basically... It wasn't on the list ever, uh, and one of the guys I talked to said he'd he'd sold uh, since they came out. He'd sold five, and all but one, I think, was basically people calling in just saying, "Hey, I want a TSI four with you know this shaft, these specs. Here you go." And he built it and you know sent it out to those people. Uh, but he said you just you rarely ever get fit into it. But TSI one, you know TSI three, two, one, all those. You know, I mean, they're they're all still really doing well, and in their kind of respective playing fields, uh, all doing except you know very very well. So. TSI three um, was like I said raved about by by just about everybody uh, that I talked to. I really like that driver. I think it's, uh, it is a very good. I think exactly what they're saying. It's a good mix of. It is much more forgiving than it looks than you think it would be, and it has the ball speed and the, the low spin to hang with anything else out there right now. Um, my head here, uh, I really like. I wish it was a 10-degree head. I, I don't quite launch it as high as I need to. Uh, a lot of times I play it in kind of that C4 position, which ups it like 0.75 um, and keeps it a little flat. And that works decently well, but it does shut the face just a touch. So for me, a guy who misses it quite a bit left, it's not exactly the, the, the my most love. But uh, if I had that thing in a 10-degree 10, 10, 10 or 10.5, whichever they make it in, it would be... Uh, it would be pretty huge, but TSI three was was like I said, rave for these these high club head speeds, and and they said even you know players who aren't necessarily scratch golfers or whatever, uh, you know, plus you know plus or scratch handicap players, if, if you're a little up there on the list, you know, you're 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 right at that kind of single to double digit transition, you can still play this head because of the low spin and and the ball speed and, and the amount of forgiveness that's in it. Uh, a, a good range of players can can still play it, and uh, it was like I said, raved about. With uh, with all with all the fitters, um, the the next one on the list is Stealth Plus, which uh, the TaylorMade Stealth Plus, which is the one with the the, the sliding weight track. And uh, again, this is just you know brought out as low spin, uh, but with really good ball speed uh, and you know really good stability on on miss hits as well. And one of the interesting things that that heard from a lot of guys is, you know, it it hasn't been talked about is you know is twist face been altered for this head even though a lot of people think it is just because of the size of the face now how, how large the face is compared to you know sim 2 and especially sim but they were saying like the the low heel shot uh on this driver is holds up exceptionally well if you got a player who misses it low heel it adds you know the ball still gets up in the air it's still really low spin uh it just controls spin really well and adds a bunch of ball speed to that miss and for you know players who miss it there, they, they really can get away with some shots that, with other drivers, they may not see as good of a result with. But uh, the carbon face seems to be you know a, a hot thing. Guys still want to hit it. You know the red face driver is still extremely popular when people come into fittings. But a lot of fitters say like it is performing really well, and, and the off center ball speed is really good on this thing. You know people are really saying that uh, you know the players who don't hit the center of the club face, which I mean come on, most of us don't. Um, you know, are, are still seeing really, really good performance out of this thing. And, uh, and, and, you know, the added stability, uh, from, you know, previous years, especially say the original SIM to this is, is a big difference. You know, it, it definitely is. So, uh, the SIM plus, uh, has been really good for, like I said, a lot of like higher spin players and, and people who, you know, like I said, <laughs> miss it low heel for sure. But they say the same thing about the toe shots, you know, those toe shots, uh, you know, it still keeps the ball in the air doesn't, you know, moderates the spin really well and, and holds a lot of ball speed. And, and like I said, that carbon face has been kind of raved about from uh, from from a lot of players or, or a lot of the fitters, uh, you know, working with their players. 
but another great driver that, uh, you know, is, is kind of meant for that player. I mean, the, again, does this mean that if you swing at 110 miles an hour that the Stealth Plus is it? No, you may get into a Stealth. Who knows? Um, but it's one of those things where that one was uh, chosen the most for uh, these kind of 106 and above club head speeds. And the next one on the list, you go the Cobra LTD XLS. Uh, so the LS is the low spin one. I actually don't have the low spin head here. Uh, I think it's back at the office, to be honest with you. Um, but the LS, the, the the big thing with that was with so many so many fitters. You know that was the one with the forward CG, two movable the two movable weights that are way out front, and a lot of people just saying that you know that driver is exceptionally low spin, and being able to but exceptionally low spin, uh, it's definitely flatter launching. It's a great driver for somebody who's got just a ton of club head speed, but it also isn't crazy, crazy demanding. Like it's not an SLDR. It's not something where when you start missing it outside of the center, that you're absolutely dead. This thing here, same thing, you know, the stability, is it less, excuse me, is it less forgiving than an LTD X? Of course. Uh, Is it less forgiving than LTD X Max? Yes, it is. But for the driver that it is and, and being so low spin and being lower launching and, uh, you know, being built for that player who really does bring a lot of ball speed, it's extremely stable. And uh, a lot of players are kind of getting away with shots that they typically probably wouldn't get away with with a driver that was kind of built under the same construction, you know, like super low spin. You know, that's the whole main goal, make it look good. Uh, you know, some aerodynamic properties to it, and that's it. Before, that driver would have been fairly difficult to hit. And now it is uh, something where, uh, again, you know, being talked about with these fitters that you don't necessarily have to be a scratch golfer to play it. You can be someone who is a little higher handicap and, and this driver can still work for you, especially if you're someone who hits down on the ball a little bit, produces a lot of spin and, you know, but you need some forgiveness that the LS is, is, is really good. And, um, you know, a, a couple fitters said, you know, especially with, uh, across the whole Cobra line, but, but with this one here where a player would miss it and be like, ah, oh, man, I hit it off the toe, heel, high, low, whatever. And they would look at the screen, and, and the numbers would be very, very good for a miss hit. You know, yes, it wasn't dead center, but they would see some really good numbers. Uh, you know, numbers that rivaled. Uh, you know, that came close to when they were hitting the center. And uh, the players and fitters, you're both being very surprised at how well the LS is is handling uh, um, handling those miss hits. The other interesting fact too, one of the fitters was saying that having both movable weights push forward, but just two different gram weights. So like before, you'd have rad speed, so you could move the heavy weight up front, lightweight back, you could take some spin off and launch a little flatter. <clears throat> but then if you, you know, move that weight back, you could, you know, then it was a little higher launching, a little more spin, but more forgiving. Now this one here, you basically get two different weights. So one's heavier, one's lighter, but they're both up front. So, you know, being able to kind of just slightly tweak that bias uh, for, you know, some of these players or even, you know, move a little mass behind behind where they hit the ball. You know, if there's somebody who kind of, you know, they're always contact is out on the toe a little bit, moving that heavy weight on the toe. They can see some a little bit of increased ball speed and things like that. But they said having both those weights up forward is, is very interesting and kind of, you know, really kind of changing up the way they fit that club compared to the previous uh, Cobra models that have been out. But um, a lot of good talk about the LS, which, uh, which, which I was kind of surprised about. I thought most of the talk would be about the LTD X and there was a good amount of that, but LS was getting a, a ton of chatter, which was, was pretty impressive. Um, and the next one, then the, the ping G four twenty five LST, uh, you know, again, like Titleist going on the second year of the life cycle, probably going to re- be replaced at the end of this season, uh, with something new, more than likely, if you kind of go by the way ping does things, we'll, we'll expect to see you know, something new in the fall, something like that. Um, I have no idea. I mean, Ping doesn't, Ping Ping and Titleist are both pretty tight lips, so no clue uh, what is actually coming or if anything is coming, but I I would assume that, uh, you know, end of summer, beginning of fall, right around there, we're going to see a new driver. But the 425 LST, again, you know, uh, a lot of people raved that the adjustability was the big factor here. I mean, it was a, a little more compact head, Flies a little lower, spins a little less. They're like, it's it's definitely not like, you know, the lowest spinning head that you can offer someone. Uh, but if you, you have somebody who needs some lower spin, but still needs a bunch of stability, a bunch of forgiveness, the LST is tough to beat. 
they said they, they, they love the fact that, you know, there is so much, you know, the hosel adjustability where you can kind of go up and down, make it upright, make it flat. Uh, and then you have the three or, or, the, or the weights uh, on the back where you can basically set something and fade, neutral, draw. And they said being able to kind of use those functions to dial that head in for a lot of players um, is has been valuable. And that's where a lot of players where, you know, it, it may not be the fastest in terms of ball speed anymore with, with everything new out. It may lag behind just a hair. It's still so good and it, it's so straight and it's so uh, tight in terms of dispersion that, you know, players looking for basically finding fairways and, and they're not really concerned about hitting it 20 yards farther than the previous driver. They're going to really, really like the LST and, and all that it has to offer. And I, I do have to say the LST is a really good head. I was uh, hitting at the beginning of this year, really liked it, thought it was exactly that. It was a very stable driver for, for being, you know, a little flatter flying and, and all that. Um, but a lot of the fitters really like, I mean, the whole G425 uh, line was was pretty much raved about, but the LST, especially here, just, you know, a lot of players, just, you know, the higher club head speed guys who are generating more spin just naturally, it's a great fit. But it also allows that guy who's, you know, maybe a, a 15 handicap who just is athletic build, swings it really hard, kind of has, you know, problems controlling it. It still offers that guy, uh, you know, some uh, some forgiveness as well as it offers that guy the adjustability to kind of dial that in. That if they're a slicer and they hit it right, they can dial that club in and get it more upright and move the weights around and, and get it to go a little straighter. And not, not have to sacrifice a, a ton of spin or move somebody into a big, you know, higher launching draw head. Uh, it, it's something there that uh, that that, it, that fits a lot of players. And, yeah, I don't have any ping heads to set up here. Again, kind of at the office. So if you're watching this on YouTube, it's... I've only got two driver heads out of the five so far. But uh, <laughs> I'll have the third one here, in a, or the fifth one here in a second. But, um, but, yeah, but the LST has been really good. And, like I said, really, uh, you know, like I said, the whole line been, for the most part, raved about. But it's uh, one of those that uh, that that people really are are still selling a bunch of and fitting a bunch of, even like I said, second year in. Um, and then the one that was actually kind of slightly interesting to me, but after talking to fitters, became it made more sense uh, was the Callaway Rogue ST Max LS. So a lot of guys said, you know, the Max LS from last year, the Epic Max LS was a huge seller for them. It was a great combination of being a little lower spin. Uh, but and, and still having some forgiveness. And everybody's saying the Max LS is just even a better version of that. So they're saying more forgiveness, uh, you know, uh, you know, a little better uh, as they as what Callaway calls it, uh, uh, spin. I think they call it, what is it? Uh, the It's like spin uh, management. They call it something else. But basically, the, the, the again, the way when you miss, uh, you know, when you hit it low heel, you're not generating just tons and tons of extra spin. Uh, you you got a, and, and a ball that just kind of flies up and, and f- dies to the right. You're controlling that spin. You're keeping that ball in the air. And again, like, t- like Taylor made the ball speed on miss hits. Everybody's saying this head is really, really good. Um, you know, you're seeing really good ball speed, especially when players, you know, even players when they notice when they hit it and they can kind of feel sound, feel and hear Then they hit it low, high, you know, wherever they didn't hit it center. And they'll kind of be like, oh man, I didn't, you know, I didn't have put a good swing on that. And they'll show those guys the numbers and say, well, I mean, look what you just did. I mean, this is a really good shot, actually. And if, if this is a, a bad miss for you, you know, it, it's right side, left side of the fairway. It's just in the rough, whatever. Like, you're definitely not hugely penalized uh, for those shots. And again, you know, the, the 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 adjustability on this that a lot of people like, they love the fact that the, the, the shaft doesn't rotate when you adjust the cogs. So when, when you, you know, when you do just something, people can still play, uh, you know, on a, on a line or a ribbed grip with no problem. Uh, but people like, you know, it's like I said, really liking the low spin and forgiveness uh, attributes here in this head. And it, it, it's, it's a little more neutral, you know, neutral to bias with maybe just a hair of draw to it. Uh, but most of the guys say it's, it's really neutral. Like I said, hair draw, but most of the fitters say that that works really well. And, you know, we got a lot of comments when we posted this list of, well, where's the triple diamond LS? You know, where's the triple diamond LS? And 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 the big reason, well, all these fitters, because I'd asked, I said, you know, you know, we're seeing the, the max LS on this list and these high speed, you know, players, but where is, you know, the the triple diamond? And a lot of people said hey, it's great having the triple diamond. We fit it into some players. Majority of golfers, it's a little too fade bias for, and it's a little harder to square up. So they're like, for the better player, and, and it's a little less forgiving, you know, it's 450 cc's and you know, I mean, it's 10 cc's, but whatever, but it's a, a hair less forgiving. But most of the fitters said, Hey, you know, for the player, 
in here, uh, you know, that comes in their shop, that is the higher swing speed, even the better player or whatever, majority of golfers miss it to the right. I mean, it's just the way it is. I know Golf WRX, you know, our crowd, we all hit it left. I, I get that, but we are the minority of, of golfers out there. We're a very small section of golfers when it comes to, uh, you know, the, the type of golfer that, that, that our crew is or our audience is. And uh, this one here, they basically said, I mean, that's the big thing, that, uh, you know, all things being equal, the max LS is a little easier to square up. More guys miss it right. They fit more guys into this head. Uh, they said the triple diamond is awesome uh, for that player who does hit the draw already or, you know, wants to take that left side a little more out of play. The triple diamond works really well. Uh, you know, it, it definitely reduces some more spin. But, again, you know, that's that's for a smaller portion of what they're seeing in terms of fitting. Uh, but they say that compact shape, everything like that, the, the, the you know, the, the much better players really enjoy that. But overall, in this club head speed, they're selling more max LSs. So I know some people, you know, like I said, made some comments out there that, you know, hey, where's the triple diamond? That triple diamond should be in that one. That's the reason I got from from multiple fitters. It wasn't just like one guy. Every basically one of them said it's because most of the guys in that in that speed range, even the better players, they they, they hit a little fade. That's what they fight. And the max LS lowers the spin. Easier to square up, adds a little draw, straightens them out, and they can kind of not worry about that right side near as much. So that that's why you're seeing the max LS in that one instead of the triple diamond, which makes total sense. I mean, like I said, I, I've, you know, you guys all know, I, I ran the Callaway demo scene for a while, and I saw a lot of swings, and I'll tell you what, I, there were probably at least 10 to 15 slices to every guy who hooked it uh, that, that you sat there on the range and watched. And even though majority of, or half the guys who come up and say they hit it left and they hooked it when you went out and watched them swing they never hit it left so um it's just one of those things that ma- it makes a lot of sense but triple diamond did get a lot of votes it just didn't quite get as many as max ls and and, and that's why so um but that's kind of the 106 uh and above range really um you know like i said i guess we don't have to go over every single head even though i kind of have gone over every head in this uh, category but uh through the 95 to 105, um, you know, that one there, we get into, you know, the, the, the tailor-made stealth, which, uh, you know, a lot of people said that was, it, there was kind of a mix of a toss up there really too. in, in this category between stealth plus and stealth, uh, and, and stealth, stealth plus and stealth and stealth, you would see a lot of, uh, a lot of both in this category. And basically the stealth got a few more votes because it's a little more forgiving. And typically as you go lower in the club head speed range, you typically have golfers that need a little more forgiveness. Uh, but the plus was in there a good amount, uh, you know, as well. And again, the, that adjustability, the sliding track, uh, a lot of people like that. But the overall stealth launched just a little bit higher, had just a little more stability to it. And for those players in that 95 to 105 range, you know, a lot of fitters said, like typically the guys come in there, they don't have enough they don't launch it high enough. You know, they think they do, they think they launch it too high. And then as soon as you start watching them hit and seeing the numbers that come up on, you know, the launch monitor, they're definitely not hitting it near high enough to maximize uh, their distance. So getting that uh, in their hands, the, the stealth compared to the stealth plus is a big difference. And a lot of the same things that were said with stealth, you know, the off, the off center uh, ball speed, really, really good. Uh, the, the, the management of spin when you miss it also really, really good. Um, and then this one here, the a driver that is basically in the next three categories <laughs> is the G425 Max. And again, showing you that it doesn't matter at your club head speed what driver it is as long as it works. And the G425 Max was, again, one of those drivers that's just a ton of forgiveness. And it's super easy to hit. But one of the fitters you know, told me, like, if you have a better player, just because it says Max... Well, if it's somebody who hits it left, that's fine. You know what? Go up and loft, turn it, you know, open the face a little bit, you know, take the loft down. Uh, so grab like, you know, a 10.5 or a higher lofted head, turn the loft down. You can make the thing sit, look open. You can make it look kind of square, uh, you know, move the, the movable weight, you can move it to fade, all that stuff. They're like, you can adjust it to work with, uh, you know, a player who hits it left, even though it's a max head. And they're like, if you can get it, the ball in the face, it's probably going straight. And it was just a really uh, interesting thing to see that there because, you know, you, you probably would have thought it would have been, uh, you know, a mix between, say, LST or whatever. But, no, the Max is, is in there. And, and most of the guys said, you know, if, if you can get a ball on the, on the face, it's probably going to go pretty straight. It's going to be in play. And it's just a driver that fits a ton, a ton of golfers, you know. And, and in this in the swing speed range, that takes into account 
beginners uh, and players who, you know, have been playing this game their lifetime. And, you know, there's there's players in there who are probably scratch or plus handicaps and they just don't swing it as fast uh, or don't swing it as fast anymore. And and the, the G425 Max is, is, again, a driver that helps those players get that ball into the fairway. Uh, the other one, too, the, the Rogue ST Max. So the, the, you know, Max LS, the slightly higher, you know, uh, higher launching version. Um, again, this is going to be in kind of this one and the 94 and below, but again, a driver that has a little more spin, you know, with that lower ball speeds that are coming off with those lower club head speeds, you're having a little bit more spin helps keep the ball in the air a little bit more. Um, and the overall, just the, the stability of that max head is, is really, really good. Um, now that one that does have a little more draw to it and some of the better said, I mean, that's where you'll kind of go between the LS and, and the max, but they said the spin difference between the two is, you know, you're talking a couple hundred RPM. It's nothing crazy. So if you're a player who, you know, needs some launch and needs some spin, but you do fight the hook and you hit it left, going to the LS won't necessarily kill you because it's not, I mean, it's lower spinning, but it's not crazy lower spinning. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of versatility between max and LS and, and a lot of overlap between those. Uh, but the max they said is, 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 is getting to be a little bit like, G425 Max, where it's just ultra, ultra stable. You can kind of hit it anywhere on the face. It's going to go pretty straight. And when you do miss it, you know, the ball speeds are really good. The spin is is still really solid in terms of its it holds on to its spin really well. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the Rogue ST Max has been, you know, a, a one that was on just a ton of lists between this and the, the slower club end speed. So, all right. So <clears throat> after the Callaway, you get into another one that was kind of all over the, kind of all over the, the the middle range here, the 105 or the 95 to 105, which is the TSI two from Titleist, and a lot of vendors just said it. I mean, it's basically taking all the good things from TSI three in terms of really good looks and sound and feel, all the great ball speed, just in a slightly more, slightly higher launching package with a little more forgiveness and uh, something that's just really easy to hit, and you know, again, something you'll see. You'll see a TSI twos on tour. You'll see them in the bags of amateurs. You'll see them kind of everywhere. And again, a lot of overlap in terms of this list. The TSI two, a lot of guys just raved about how stable it is and how easy it is to hit while still having a really good looking package uh, for somebody who is, you know, kind of picky about how the club looks as well as, you know, how it sounds and feels. So the TSI two got a ton of votes. And and again, just like the TSI three going on second life, second year, you know, it's going on the second year still fitting a ton of them, still selling a lot of them, and, you know, still seeing a lot of players fit into this club. And um, the TSI 2 got got a lot of really good reviews. One, you know, one fitter actually kind of said, I wish it actually had the sliding track of the TSI 3 because he's, he said he, he thinks it would it would fit even kind of more golfers there because you could dial in that bias a little better where the TSI 2 only has a fixed weight in the back that is mostly for swing weight purposes, uh, but it does probably add a little bit to the forgiveness side. But... Uh, you know, somebody said that should have the matching track like the TSI three does to be able to kind of help again with more bias. And you'd probably see more golfers, uh, in that head as well. And then one that, uh, you know, again, spans a lot, uh, and, you know, talking to a lot of these, uh, a lot of these fitters, you'll see it kind of, uh, in, in, in any bag from somebody swinging slow to fast is the Cobra LTD X. And, uh, with Cobra, they've kind of switched up their, their drivers a little bit. Uh, you know, the, the rad say, you know, if you're looking at last year, say the rad speed uh, is now kind of the LTD XLS and then the XB and the, the draw model, the XD kind of turned into the LTD X max. Uh, those are kind of there. And then the LTD X is kind of that in between and it's a low spin head with a ton of forgiveness. And I think that's kind of the, the storyline across all the drivers right now this year. And that's a huge storyline is, is how low spin and, and, and how good these things are at, at spin management on mishits while still being really forgiving, uh, you know, we're, we're adding so much stability into these heads where it was before you cho- chose between a really forgiving head and a low spin head. And that was your choice. Like you, you just had one, you know, that was what you went with. Um, and a lot of us tried to counteract it and find like the low spin or the high spin forgiving head and stick an ultra low spin shaft in it and whatever. And now you don't have to do that. Uh, but with the LTDX, it is a driver that uh, I, when I did went to the Cobra uh, media event, this is the driver head I got fit into. And it is really just a really great combination of being pretty low spin 
and very, very forgiving. Uh, I, I was told numerous uh, times about how, how some of these fitters had customers in there that, you know, hit again, hit a bad shop, say, oh, man, I put a bad swing on that. And then all of a sudden turn around and they'd look at the numbers and they were actually really, really good. And, and I was that guy. When I went out and hit this, uh, you know, at the media event, uh, I think I had at least a couple shots where I kind of one-handed follow through, said, oh, man, that's garbage. Really hit that poorly, hit it off the toe, hit off the heel, whatever it was. And then the guy who was, you know, fitting me at the time turned the iPad around and was like, um, it's pretty, pretty darn good shot. <laughs> like, like that ain't bad at all. Like, if that's your miss, like, you're going to be pretty happy with that. And, uh, it's one of those things that, 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 that kind of story was echoed kind of throughout everything that, you know, there the player who needs a little more forgiveness than the, than the LS, but still, you know, brings some club head speed, still needs to kind of reduce a little bit of spin. The LTDX has been the kind of that perfect combo, that kind of, you know, in-betweener where, you know, you got a guy who, who needs forgiveness and that's a little more important than spin, but still needs to lower spin because, you know, whether it's a, a swing thing or a speed thing, uh, the LTDX has been been really, really good. And, you know, like I said, I, I've noticed it myself, just really forgiving, really easy to hit and a solid driver all around. I think, you know, Cobra in general has done a really good job with a lot of their drivers and, uh, you know, we're going to see, I think, a lot of Cobra drivers in some bags uh, by the end of the year. But, uh, you know, in this range, and again, there was a lot of picks of, of this driver in the higher club head speed as well. Uh, the LS just got more, but this was, uh, you know, w- was was pretty close behind in terms of the higher club head speed. And again, just finding that even for better players, they like the shape, uh, they like the sound feel, and they, the performance they get from it is just really good. You know, that combination of low spin and... Uh, you know, and forgiveness is, is just tough to beat. So uh, a driver that definitely is getting uh, a, a whole lot of love out there, you know, the whole line, but this one uh, in particular. So then we move down to the best driver for, for, you know, up to 94, so 94 miles an hour and below. <clears throat> so players who typically need a little more height, need a little help getting the ball in the air, may need help turning over, hitting a little draw, uh, usually need some forgiveness or want some forgiveness there. So, you know, drivers who fit that category. And the first one, one that we already talked about, which, you know, again, I, I kind of told you it was in, in basically every list from now on, <laughs> was 425 Max. And, and again, just everybody said it is just the straightest driver, you know, out there. It is so hard to beat in terms of forgiveness, stability, hitting the ball straight. They're like the, the head's super heavy, uh, so it has a ton of stability. And all the adjustability, you can kind of dial it in to fit that player, whether they, you know, they hit it right, they hit it left, or they hit it straight. You can dial that thing in there to really, really fit any of those players and, and, and get them into that head. So no shock that uh, the, the 425 Max is there. But the funny thing is about the 425 Max is that it's played on tour, like Tony Finau played it for a while. So uh, just because it says Max and it's in our list at the kind of up to 94 mile an hour list doesn't mean that, you know, you're somebody who brings the, you know, swings at 120 that you wouldn't be playing the Max. Could definitely happen. Um Second driver on the list, the one that I was actually a little bit shocked about, uh, shocked of. Uh, there are two in this list that I was I was surprised to see. This is one of them, which is the Titleist TSI One, because the TSI One came out last year. Uh, it was available, and I feel like it didn't get quite the amount of love that it's getting this year. But <clears throat> a lot of fitters said there's a lot of players, a lot more players, who are coming in, and they're finding that really lightweight setups uh, that launch high and typically have some draw to them are working really well, and, and they've got a lot of players coming in looking for that kind of setup. Or at least finding that kind of setup very successful, and um, they're fitting more and more people into that. So that, the TSI-1, has done really, really well because those are the type of players who, you know, are, are, are needing it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so the TSI-1, again, what they're saying is that, you know, these, these players are coming in, they can set this driver up. It's built for lightweight. It's built to be a little long. The swing weights don't get crazy if you put a longer shaft in there for a player. Um, you know, the overall static weight is super light. And the TSI-1 just, just wants to go high. It just wants to go high. It, it's pretty darn forgiving. It definitely has some draw to it. So the player who may already hit a draw may not like it as much. But for the most part, most of the players in this category, you know, need a little help turning it over and, you know, generating that club head speed. And the TSI one is, is definitely doing that. And again, not that I, I, I mean, I knew the TSI one existed. I knew it's kind of built that way, but now to hear that so many players are, you know, so many fitters are, are definitely seeing more players fit into this head. It, it's pretty, pretty cool to see. So, um, 
I did take it out and hit it once, and I tried to put like an extra stiff shaft in it and all that stuff. Didn't quite work out. <laughs> the swing weight stays uh, really light, and it definitely wants, wants to go high and left. So doesn't work out if you're trying to do that. I, I tried it. I didn't think it worked. Uh, but for the player looking for something lightweight, easy to swing, and you know, easy to turn over, the TSI-1 is, is a really good option. And then one that, again, was in... Uh, it was in the last, uh, the the last, uh, the last grouping. You know, the, the ninety five to one hundred five would be the the Rogue ST Max again. I mean, just again something that's easy to get up in the air, control spin really well, and has great ball. You know, great uh, ball speed on miss hits. It, it just fits really well into that uh, that category. And then the the two at the end, the the Cobra or the TaylorMade Stealth. <clears throat> excuse me, the TaylorMade Stealth. Uh, back in here, which is you know interesting, it was in the the one before it as well. But again, everybody's saying really easy to hit, easy to launch in the air. Um, you know, a few people mentioned kind of the the, the HD version, the draw version uh, in this category as well. Again, just because it's easier to turn over. But uh, the stealth basically uh, basically won out in terms of votes. So the the HD did have some votes there, just because it was you know again easier to turn over, a little more more of a shut face. For that player looking to eliminate the right side, um, the, the HD is definitely an option, and you know did get some votes. But the stealth again, you know, easy to launch, good ball speed on miss hits, and a ton of stability. So um, not ultra lightweight like say the TSI one, but for more a little more traditional weight, uh, the stealth was uh, was really good. Excuse me, I don't know, <clears throat> just got the old dry throat all of a sudden. And then uh, the last one, which was actually pretty interesting again because. You know, didn't expect it here. I mean, a driver that I, I know of, but uh, didn't really expect to see it on the list, or didn't you know, didn't know there was getting so much success. But a bunch of bunch of people on the list was the Zexio Twelve. So yeah, Zexio, the XXIO, the one that nobody knows how to pronounce. Um, the only reason I do, I think, is because you know, talking with people in the media, things like that. But the Zexio Twelve, and uh, excuse me. The Zexio 12, which basically was kind of like the TSI 1. Everybody was basically saying, if you have a player who has a slow club head speed, needs help launching it, and, you know, needs something lightweight, needs help turning it over, needs help hitting it to the left, taking that right side out of play, a lot of guys said the Zexio 12 is basically the one to beat uh, in that category. There were a lot of fitters who said that for people who swing it very, very slow, uh, this lightweight package, launching so high, being able to turn it over, like it was Zexio 12 by a long shot, and there was a lot of stuff that wasn't even close uh, to this. There were a lot of people, there at least, excuse me, two or three fitters that said it wasn't even close in this category for somebody who needs ultra lightweight, high launch, create ball speed, all that. <clears throat> Zexio 12 was beating everything, and it wasn't even close. So if you're that player, I totally get it. Make makes sense. Um, it was just interesting because, like I said, like this head, I knew it was out. I mean, I never hit it just because I, I hit the X, which is like the you know the the higher club head speed club head speed version. But they just said like the static weight is super light. Uh, the overall swing weight is is pretty light on these. I mean, this one here, which I, it still has a sticker because it's never been hit, uh, is <clears throat> where is it? Well, this one's D four, so it is actually uh, pretty average, but. Is D four at forty five and three quarters inch length. Um, it's got a forty one gram stiff flex shaft in it, so I think the regular flex is even you know lighter than that. But overall, just an ultra lightweight package. Play it long, but they said even at long, it's easy to turn over, easy to hit, and uh, something that they're they're older players. They said ladies and seniors, this this thing is, is really hard to beat, and they said they know it's expensive, and uh, you know when they show people, there is a little bit of sticker shock. But once they see the performance, it's it's really tough to beat. They said it's it, it, they've sold really really well. So Zexio Twelve, pretty impressed with with what it's done and uh, you know how many votes, how many great things that fitters were saying about it, and and how many people were uh, um, were really fitting into it, and, and how many players that they were really having uh, a lot of success with it, which was uh, which was pretty cool. Because uh, like I said, I've never uh, I've known of Zexio quite a bit. I've hit. Uh, Quite a handful of the products, but I've never, uh, I've never uh, seen anybody really 
talk a whole lot about them until I talked to these fitters here. So they were uh, they were they were really raving about it, and they were like, you know what? Yeah, it, you know, like I said, it's expensive and all that, but it really does work. And and, and they were kind of shocked at, uh, at at how well it worked. So it was uh, definitely an, an interesting one there, and uh, one of the biggest surprises out of uh, out of everything. Um, and then, uh, you know, I know a lot of people say, what about Mizuno? Mizuno got a lot of good, you know, a lot of votes and had a lot of people that said some good things about it. Um, it just, it didn't get as much votes, many votes as the ones here. I mean, that was, that was kind of, I mean, the big thing it's, you know, we don't, we don't not put it on the list or anything like that. I mean, it was definitely in the survey. They could definitely choose it. Uh, a lot of good things said about STZ, STX. Um, a lot of people, the biggest thing they said, you know, Z and X is the forgiveness side of it. The stability, you know, when you miss the, you know, miss it. Uh, on the toe, on the heel, the ball just doesn't travel offline a ton. It really stays online. Uh, the, the things go really straight. They're just, you know, it, it's Mizuno. Everybody knows Mizuno is a, kind of a forged, forged iron, forged wedge kind of company, and people don't really think about them when they come to woods. So they they don't get uh, as, as much love. But when they do fittings, they say they do fit them into people. It's just not. Not as you know many as 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 these drivers and and they're just you know like I said they're they're good they're just there and then the other one too that uh, got a few votes but not quite as many uh, the ZX7 from Strixon you know got uh, uh, a handful of votes for being just an overall league driver the five got a few votes as well um, but again drivers that really perform well but they just don't kind of have the you know they just I mean for us they just didn't quite get the votes I mean there there's there's your answer but. Um, but drivers that had good things said about them. I mean, uh, a lot of stuff uh, like Zexio, the rebound frame and the Strixon uh, was really raved about. So the ball speed's on it really good. Um, that's part of you know, that same technology, Zexio, Strixon, Cleveland, all owned by the same company. Uh, but they said, you know, the rebound frame and these things works really well. And, you know, you're seeing good ball speed. Uh, and, you know, with Mizuno, you know, you're seeing some good things as well. Uh, but they're just, you know, fitting more into these other drivers. So, that is, for the most part, our our uh, best driver list. If you want to check out more, read up on it. I mean, there's a whole... We, we put a lot of work into it. So if you want to read it and check it out, please do. Uh, just go to golfthevrx.com. It's right on the front page. And uh, it was it was fun to do. It was fun to put together. Uh, it was a lot of work, like I said, but uh, it, it is definitely worth it. And, you know, let me know your thoughts. I mean, uh, if you want to hit me up on Instagram, at Pod. You know, hit me up. Let me know what you think. I mean, again, I know it's not a perfect list. I know some people will have, uh, you know, some some ideas of their own or some thoughts of why different ways are better or whatever. Hey, let us know. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. We 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 understand that there's there's no perfect system. So you know, we're cool listening to some some constructive criticism to say the least. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's for the most part that. Now we're gonna also have like a a fitter's choice for you know for fairways, hybrids, uh, irons. I think wedges as well. Putters we just don't get into because, I mean, there's just no great way to really do do putters. And, you know, it seems like, you know, like Cameron kind of wins anyway or whatever. But uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely do some more of these. So so look for that, you know, in terms of the rest of the, the bag will be there uh, on our best list. And then uh, we'll also be doing members choice a little later in the summer where we let uh, the forum members kind of choose, uh, you know, what's top for drivers, fairways, all that, which is pretty cool to see uh, see how that stacks up against fitters. So. Anyway, that's the uh, best driver list. Like I said, please check it out if you can. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, if you have any questions or whatever, hit me up uh, at Club Junkie Pod on Instagram. It's the best way to do it. And uh, hopefully you have, guys have a rest, a good rest of the week. Go try some drivers. Try some of the best drivers. See what you think fits you the best or what you find the best performance with. And, uh, you know, go out and do that. Do your own tinkering. But, uh, anyway, hopefully you guys have a great week. Had a great week. Hopefully you have a really good weekend. And uh, we'll see you next week.